Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Cognitive Recalibration Podcast. I'm your host, Shravan, and I've got my co-host, Tyrone, here with me. Hey, everyone. This week, we're going to be talking about Solo, a Star Wars story. I watched it last night, and I believe you also watched it last night. Yep. So we'll get on to the review in a second, but I thought we'll talk about some news before we get on to that. So a couple of things happened this week. Well, one one major thing happened this week, being Melburnians. So we have a stadium called Etihad Stadium, and that's officially being renamed to Marvel Stadium because Disney bought the naming rights. There's going to be an official Marvel store in the stadium where they sell Marvel merchandise. So purely Marvel-based store, because there are like Disney-based stores where you can get Marvel merchandise, but not purely Marvel. So Yeah. And apparently they'll add some, whenever there's events going on, there'll be certain Marvel sort of promotional material. So it depends what they do. And I think AFL wants to associate like a team with a superhero, because it's a home ground for well, it's a home ground for our team like Essendon yeah um, it's, it's home... home ground for other teams as well isn't it yeah yeah so I think they're going to have like a superhero for each team or something and it officially opens on well the, the rebranded stadium will open on the 1st of September don't really care that much about it but I guess it's it'll be all right go there to watch sport occasionally but not there a whole lot yeah so it's not often that we get to talk about something sport related on this podcast so um i don't really care that much about it either but uh, a lot of people are like they don't like it they feel like it's too weird to be called marvel stadium but it's well it doesn't really matter it's just a it's just a name it's just a name yeah Yeah. it was called etihad stadium before that it was called telstra dome before that and there was a name before that as well so it's going to keep changing forever yeah it doesn't really matter the other news I had was Infinity War related. So the Russo brothers confirmed a couple of things that happened in the movie. So spoilers for Infinity War if you still haven't seen it. So you know when Spider-Man dies? Yep. Or like, like he disappears at the end. Um, yep. You know how it takes him longer to die? Yeah, it's because of his spider sense and stuff. Yeah, that? so they confirmed yeah, that it's because yeah. of his spider sense. So he like kind of sees it coming. And yeah. that's why he takes longer to die than like the other guys just die. Like they just pretty much just disappear. But Spider-Man takes a bit longer. And the other one was when they do disappear, all their clothes and stuff disappear as well. Winter Soldier's arm 
even though that's not really not part of it. Yeah, that also disappears. So they confirmed that it's because it's not just the person that disappears, but it's all of the things that are unique to them also disappear. So all their clothes will yeah. disappear. So it's like they never existed. So everything yeah. that they ever owned will also disappear. Yeah. So that makes sense because I think some people are asking them. I think they're doing like Q and A's at the moment. And I yeah, think... they're doing. Have they done the Melbourne one yet? Yeah, that was like two weeks ago. Yeah. Okay. Did you? No, I didn't go. No. Nah. No. So they confirmed a couple of things. I guess we'll move on to Solo. We'll start with our initial thoughts. Oh. I guess Star Wars. Yeah, it's our first. I guess non-superhero review. What's your feelings about Star Wars in general? Are you a fan? Not a fan. Uh, I'm. I like it. I don't think I'm a fan. I follow the movies. I've seen all the movies. I enjoy some of them. Some of them I don't. Yeah. But I wouldn't say I'm a huge fan. I'm, I don't really follow all the, uh, like the Clone Wars TV show and the Rebels. I, I haven't seen any of those. And yeah. Yep. So I'm not fully around all the mythology. There might have been Easter eggs and stuff in this, which I probably just didn't even notice. I think. Um... All the major fans for Star Wars are probably either in your generation or a bit above your generation because they're the guys that grew up watching the original trilogy as well when they were like really young. Yeah. And then they. Well, that's yeah. way before my generation, but. <laughs> yeah, before, before your one. And they're like mid 30s, late, late 30s now, but they're like the biggest fans of. Yeah. Star well, the original trilogy that came out. What, 70s? Late 70s, early 80s. Yeah. 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 So right. most of those people will be, they'll probably f- in their 40s. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's big fans of the prequels as well, which is when I was growing up. Yeah. The prequels were when we were growing up. But yeah. I, I did enjoy the prequels when I was young, though, but I was a bit stupid then. Uh, yeah. I think like kids enjoyed it. But now yeah. those kids who like watched it when they were kids and now if they watch it now, they're not, they yeah. probably don't enjoy them. I still know people that like them, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we both know people that like the prequels. I'm personally not a fan. I liked The Last Jedi. I thought it was all right. A lot of people yeah. hate it. We'll and talk I, about how this movie compares to the all the other yeah. movies um, after we do spoilers and stuff. I've got mixed opinions about this movie. I, I can't even say I enjoyed it because for a lot of it, I was bored, to be honest. Yeah. So we're doing non-spoilers at the moment, so um, yeah. I'll just say there's not really any stakes in the movie. So they're going from a, point A to point B to point C, but you don't really feel like the weight of the situation. I can't, like There's action happening, there's stuff happening, but firstly you know that Han Solo is not going to die. <laughs> is, <laughs> don't you find it funny every time they put Han Solo in a situation, it's like, oh, is he going to die or is he going to be alive? You're like, obviously, he's going to come out of it alive. There's there's a couple of action sequences. Like, one of them's in the trailer where you see Chewie hanging off the side of yeah, a train. Or is Chewie yeah. going to die? Everyone knows that he's not going to die. Like, he's in every other Star Wars movie after this, so... Unless you're <laughs> stupid, then you, or, like, you've never seen a Star Wars movie before, then, yeah. then you might have been surprised. But, yeah. yeah. You don't have to have people dying to have stakes. There's yeah. got to be something at stake and i felt there wasn't really anything at stake in this movie because halfway through that they, they sort of build it up that there is something at stake at the start 
but halfway through that doesn't eventuate like it doesn't matter anymore so then after that point you don't really know where the movie's going you don't really see any point in any of the stuff happening that's what i felt anyway it takes a while for the movie to get going to be honest the start was a bit boring there is some stuff that happens that's pretty interesting but it happens towards the middle and the end so there's not there's not much to keep you going at the start, and I found myself checking out a little bit. How long was this movie? I don't think it was that long, but it felt long. Yeah, it felt really long. It felt dragged out. And yeah. also, uh, coming back to the start, the start is really choppy in terms of editing. Stuff happens, and then there's a bit of a time jump as well, and none of the scenes gel together, and it's really choppy. There was one really dodgy edit point i was just like what the hell is going on the, especially the start the start is very dodgy i don't know if i got used to it afterwards or if it was they got a bit better but yeah the start was dodgy and saying that as well did you feel like there were some scenes in here that were a phil lord and chris miller thing because i definitely did i don't really know this like they so they directed lego movie jump street 22 jump street and lego movie yeah no, I don't really feel it. There's there's some particular points. I would say in the spoilers, but I'm like, that's definitely something they would have done and not something Ron Howard would have done. I felt, I think watching this movie, it would have been better if, because they're obviously more comedic sort of directors. Yeah, I so. agree. I would have enjoyed their version better than... Um, yeah, this was a bit... It would have helped to have a bit more comedy in it. I think it does have comedy. It does, but it doesn't. It's not that funny. It just doesn't really hit. Just doesn't really hit. They try and make it comedic. It's like mostly like one-liners, but they're not that funny. Yeah, the time some of them are all right, but and Han Solo is a funny character. Like he has a comedic touch to him um, in the original trilogy as well, and even in Force Awakens. So, what did you think of Alden Ehrenreich? Thought he was all right. Thought he wasn't bad. Because yeah, we, we heard right. news last year that he was terrible, and they had to get acting coaches to help him yeah, act. I thought, he, I thought he was fine. Yeah, uh, maybe this is after he got those acting coaches. I don't even know if that um, news is true, but I thought he was fine. I tried not to compare him to Harrison Ford. Like Harrison Ford. Yeah. Because you don't want to like do an impression. You want to do your own thing. And I think he did a pretty good job. Yeah, I, th- I thought he was yeah. fine. Without giving too much away again, they don't really ruin the character. So yeah. it, I think it's still true to Han Solo as a character. So they don't do something that he wouldn't really do. Uh, and this is a younger version of Han Solo. So he is still a little bit different, but you can see how he, he evolved. He can evolve pro- into that yeah, he's Han Solo. Yeah, progression through the movie. What do you think of Woody Harrelson? So his character was sort of a mentor sort of character to Han Solo. Yeah. Beckett, um, thought he was a throwaway character, like, could have been played by anyone. Woody Harrison's a really good actor, and he wasn't, he wasn't overly great, or he wasn't, like, terrible, he was just there. He had his moments, but, yeah, yeah, and I'll talk about it again in spoilers, but they do something with his character that, I guess, I, I guess it kind of makes sense but i didn't buy it at all i didn't buy it at all when i saw there's a lot of do that yeah there's a lot of yeah um 180s that they do with that character and it all happens within 10 15 minute time frame 
but I thought it was okay. Like, it was fine. I don't think anyone's yeah. terrible in this movie. No it's one's just terrible with this movie. Yeah. Yeah. Um, just, and even the overall movie, there's nothing that's terrible, but there's nothing yeah. that stands out. And I think that's the problem because you'd probably expect a bit more from a Star Wars, Star movie. Wars movie. Well, for what, the one thing that did stand out for me was Donald Glover. I thought he was really good as Lando. He was really good, but there's some... So before they introduce his character, there's some dialogue, oh, that's, which feels a bit forced. That's cheesy as hell. Whoever wrote that needs to shot at the back of the head. That was cheesy, but his character's really good. Yeah, he that, was really good. Yeah, yeah, he was really good. And he's he's actually funny. He was one of the genuine funny parts of the movie. Yeah, he yeah. was pretty funny. And then he had a droid, L3. L3, yeah. She was shit, in my opinion. Throwaway character. And yeah. Like, she, she's in it for like 10 minutes, or if not, yeah. It's, uh, it's probably in it for a bit more. I thought she was okay, but pretty much everything she says is comedy. Every dialogue is yeah, is just a comedic dialogue. Like, um, she's basically like a femi- like an overly feminist person, except instead of being a feminist, it's for droids. Yeah. And, like, everything she says is about that. Yeah, she's uh, very pro-droid. Yeah. Yeah, and at the droidist. Time, it was a, <laughs> yeah, it was, like, a little bit funny, but then it just got a bit annoying. Yeah, I th- it was... Yeah. Again, it was probably a throwaway character. I think they tried to make it like the droid in Rogue One. The droid in Rogue One was better. It was better, yeah, it was better. Yeah. They probably didn't hard. need that character. No, they didn't need it. Yeah, all. probably yeah. didn't need it, but it kind of links into other things which we can talk about. Who else was in the movie? She was fine again. I still don't understand her character, <laughs> even after yeah. watching the movie. Mm. I still don't know yeah. where she stands. Very questionable in terms of what she's, what her goals and stuff are, but I don't know. She was, she acted pretty well. Yeah, she was fine for what it is. Again, you know that. I'll talk about it in spoilers, but her relationship with Han, you know it's going to go in a certain way after yeah. pretty much the first scene of the movie. Yeah, yeah. Anyone else notable? Paul Bettany? Oh, he was shit. <laughs> I didn't enjoy that at all. It seemed really forced for me for some reason. It was just, yeah, it was just weird shit. I didn't enjoy it. I'm not sure what's going on with his face as well. <laughs> Oh, so I read this somewhere. If you didn't read it and you just saw the movie, you would have no idea because it's never explained. And it's not even that striking to, like, understand. But he's got the scars and shit on his face. And whenever he gets angry, the scars open up and glow, basically. But So he's not human. He's he's an alien. I don't know. I don't know. Okay. Because he looks... looks If it weren't for those scars, he looks human. You don't know much about him. He's just like, oh, I'm the evil dude. And you don't get much time. He's in like three scenes. Yeah. So you don't really get much time with, with that character. All you know that is that he's bad. He's a bad dude. You don't know why he's bad. You don't know why. You don't know what his motives really are. Yeah. And I guess his motives are money. or well, I don't know. But yeah, again, he was a bit of a... He, I guess he's important to the plot. So yeah. you kind of need him there, but you he just don't spend enough time with him to to yeah. get understand what the character's about. He was a he was a recast. He was originally another character, the the Lord and Chris Miller. So it was like, still Paul Bettany, or did they get him no, no. later? 
it wasn't Paul Bettany, it was another guy. Oh. Um, and then they fired that other guy and then got Paul Bettany okay. to play his character. They didn't fire him. They wanted to reshoot the character, but that guy couldn't come back to reshoot it, so they reshot it with Paul Bettany. Okay. Yeah. I just, whenever I hear his voice, I just hear vision. So this is, I just hear like a really bad vision. Yeah. <laughs> Because he sounds uh, like that's Vision's his yeah. voice, obviously. So he just, he just sounds like Vision all the time to me. Uh-huh. I thought the best character was actually Chewie. Oh, Chewie's good. I thought he was actually the best in I this movie. Was, I thought Lando was better, but Chewie's, yeah, Chewie's good. The the parts that I did like were with Han and Chewie. Uh, so how they meet up and how they they form their friendship. I, I thought all, Not exactly all that was how good. you expect it to happen as well, which is no. Good. Yeah, no. That's probably one of the more shocking moments, but it's good. Yeah, I, I did like Chewie. That was one thing I did like about this movie. Is there any positives that you want to point out? The movie looks really nice. Everything Does it? Looks good. I I thought it looked nice overall. It looks good, but it was there a- is a lot of dark lighting at the start. At the start, it looked terrible. There was this dark lighting scene, and I'm like, this is really dark. It looks shit. But as it got more into it, yeah. like all the stuff with the Millennium Falcon looks really good, I think. And the music I thought was really good. I didn't really notice it. I thought, oh, not really good, but it's good. Yeah, it's, not it's amazing. Yeah. They used some of the Star Wars themes throughout the movie, and I thought that was good. In terms of negatives, I, I think we've talked about them, but there's just no stakes. Yep. The and... story's not great. Yeah, and it just kind of meanders along. It's slow. Yeah. And it's a lot of, this is how hard got his blaster. And oh, there's a lot of, we'll, we'll talk about, guys. we'll talk about, yeah, all that in spoilers, because there's a lot of stuff that they just, we didn't even need to know that. Like, no one asked for that. I like, I was watching it, I'm like, who really gives a fuck about this shit? Like, it's just terrible stuff. And yeah. like, there's a lot of that in the movie. If we don't have anything else to say, non-spoiler, I guess we can give our ratings. What's your rating? 624.9. Okay. Yep. Again, this is a relative scale, so the scale changes with the movie. Changes every time, yeah. So if you've listened to our previous episodes, you'll know that he gave 500 and something for Avengers. 500 something for Avengers, 20 and something for Deadpool. Yeah, but you can't compare them. No, you can't compare them. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. In terms of my rating, my rating's a little bit more comparable, I guess. I would give this one watch it, watch it on, yeah, just just what like watch it on Netflix or something. Watch it streamed, yeah. and like, you could probably even watch it while you're doing something else. <laughs> just have it in the background and just just casually watch it. You don't even need to be invested in the story. I feel. It's a bit disappointing. I I thought cause you you were always saying that this movie was not going to be good, and yeah. I I had hopes. I thought it would be okay. Unfortunately, it's probably yeah. It's probably a little bit under okay. It's still I, I wouldn't say it's bad. Still, like it's well it's well made, and there's not nothing terrible about it. But yeah. there's just nothing that stands out. So it's a bit of a just an average fare. Spoilers. Let's do some spoilers. So, okay. the movie starts off with Han on his planet. Yeah, it starts with C. I forgot what it's called. But it's another junk it's like, planet. So, why, why, my question is, why do all the Star Wars characters come from 
these really dodgy planets. planets. Yeah, no one's from like. <laughs> Why can't someone be from like fire planet? <laughs> yeah, I guess the emperor. He's from Naboo, right? Oh yeah, yeah. Naboo, nice. It's it's a little bit more upmarket than some of these planets. <laughs> yeah, this this planet looked like it was shit. It's better than Tatooine, but it looks shit. <laughs> So um, you just see his background, he's trying to escape or something. So that whole first scene looked, sounded a little bit like the Phil Lord Chris Miller stuff, especially that part when he's he's going through that little gap and then she's like, you're not going to fit. And he's like, watch me do this. And he does it. And you think he's going to go through, but then in the end, he's like, he just creaks through at the end. Yeah. He doesn't make it to the end. That would be a thing that Phil Lord and Chris Miller would have done, I think. Okay. That's not a Ron Howard thing. What What is a Ron Howard thing? I don't think he really Ron has... Ron Howard thing is just like bland shit that the mass audience is like, I guess. It's yeah. meant to be an exciting action sequence, but I didn't... But, you know, it's, it's a bit boring. It looks... I guess it looks all right. And the then... It doesn't really get going for a long time after that. After that initial scene, there's a three-year jump where yeah. Han's fighting for... Um, the Empire, that whole part is so boring and, like, no one cares. So before that part, there's some just some forced scenes of how Han gets his surname. <laughs> oh, yeah, how Han gets his surname is the shittest scene. So he's like, yeah, I'm Han. And then this Imperial... just this... It's like, what's your family? And he's like, oh, I don't have anyone. Who are, you, who are your people? And he's like, yeah. Okay, well, you're Solo. So you're Han Solo. <laughs> Like, oh my god, that is such bad writing. If Deadpool was in this movie, he would be like, that's just lazy writing. Why can't his name just be Han Solo? Why couldn't they just make it that his name is that? Yeah, Yeah. that's that's one of the worst parts. Then he joins the Empire in the three-year jump. I didn't really care about that part either. Yeah, there's there's not much to talk about in that part, but he meets Beckett and his crew, I guess. Oh, he meets Chewie. That's a good part. It kind of picks up after he meets Chewie. Yeah, so he meets Chewie, and Chewie's actually going to kill him, <laughs> Yeah, which was surprising. Yeah, I'm surprised that he walked out of that, like, he, he actually walked out of that, because Chewie absolutely, like, smashed him into, like, poles, yeah. and, like, he yeah. should have broken his back or something. Broken. Yeah, he should be dead, <laughs> but he somehow made it out alive. But, yeah, I didn't expect them to meet that way. Yeah. Yeah. So does Chewie eat people? I think he does, yeah. Okay. Well, I think it's because they weren't feeding him anything else, so he was eating people, I guess. But okay. if he has the option, he would, like, eat other stuff. You but know, he's like, not, like, fine. he's not a beast. Like, he's not barbaric, because he walks around yeah. other people, and he's not, like, trying to eat them. He's not... Yeah, no, I think I think he was just hungry, you know. <laughs> a guy's got to eat. He was bulking season. Because <laughs> I, I don't like, get why they had to, like, lock him up in such high security, like, such a high security cage. <laughs> Because he's yeah. when he's around other people, he's fine. So, ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. After that, he joins that crew. Again, that crew, because I actually liked the guy with the four hands. Yeah, do you know that guy's John Favreau? Yeah, John Favreau, yeah. yeah. So I actually like that guy, but he dies in like, you get like 10 minutes with him and then he dies. 10 minutes and he dies and you're meant to care that he died, but I did it. He was all right, but I didn't care that he died because I knew it for 10 minutes. Yeah. Because yeah. I actually liked that character more than Woody Harrelson's character. Yeah. He was funny-ish. He made some jokes about Wookiees, which are kind of funny. And yeah, he dies pretty soon and Beckett's wife dies as well, but don't really care about her. Nah. All that much. Again, she's in it for like 10 minutes. So. Yeah. And she doesn't like Han Solo. That's all, that's all you know. Yeah. Well, she doesn't trust him. Yeah, the trade heist was okay at parts, but it was it wasn't amazing. It wasn't like really Ted's on you, on the edge of your seat stuff. No, how did you, what was happening? No, because I think the other thing is you don't really care about. You know that Han and Chewie are going to make it out alive. Yeah, and those are yeah. the two characters that you probably don't like care about. The other characters are just you've spent ten minutes with them, so you don't care if they die or if they live. So that action sequence, it just doesn't have any stake. And then this is the part where I pretty much tuned out after that happens. There's probably half an hour when nothing happens in the movie. He just goes and meets Paul Bettany and they talk for a while. And not until they go and see Lando does it start picking up again. Yeah, so I spent the first half an hour waiting for Chewie or Lando. Then once Chewie was introduced, I spent the next probably 20 minutes waiting for Lando. That there's a really boring part in the middle there where I definitely tuned out. There's something about they go on, they decide to go on this mission, yeah, and he meets. It's just... So he meets Amelia Clark's character again. So that that's the point I was saying because at the start they kind of established this thing that he wants to go back to his planet to meet up with what's her name, Kira or something. Kira, yeah, yeah Kira. Kira with a Q. Yeah, so yeah. They meet up with Kira again, but then he ends up meeting her anyway. So... In, 
in reality, he doesn't actually need to do the mission. They could just run away. Well, I guess he wants money to buy a ship or something. That's uh, yeah. That's that's what he wants. But th- there's probably other ways that you can get a ship than yeah. like hanging out with these guys that are trying to. Well, that are obviously going to kill them if they don't do what they. Yeah, there's probably less dangerous ways he can go about it. But because yeah. once he meets up with Kira, all of that just disappears. So he could just do whatever. But yeah. then again, she's kind of trapped in her thing as well. So maybe he couldn't. There's di- there's definitely different ways it could have gone, but yeah, it doesn't matter. And then the what I thought was a good scene was the. Well, I it's kind of like a poker game, I guess, but it's some weird space poker game. Yeah, it would have kind of, like all those scenes might have hit more if I actually knew what the rules of the game were. Yeah. It's just cards going down. I'm like, okay, that guy won because they're cheering. It looked like poker, but I don't know. It could have been anything. I thought that was a cool scene though with him and Lando, and you think he's going to win the Millennium Falcon from him, but yeah, because you know that he wins it from him in a card game. And I thought he'd win it from him in that card game, but yeah. he doesn't. Yeah, but then you know later on that he is going to win it. That that scene was cool. And then it kind of picks up from there onwards when they go to get whatever that mining oil is for the fuel and when they do the castle run. I thought the castle run was a cool part. That's probably the best part of the movie. Which part is that? The part in the mines? After, it's after the mine, the planet and everything, and then they're flying away. And then he goes through that different place. And then he's like, I did the Kessel Run in 12 parsecs or whatever. Yeah, I was telling some guy. And yeah. He didn't care. And the guy just walks off. <laughs> yeah. That, that part was cool. And it, you finally see, at the start of the movie, when Han is piloting the ship, and then John Favreau's character's like, you're a really good pirate uh, pilot, man. And then I'm like, is he though? He's just like flying in a straight line. He's not doing anything. What, he's not doing anything special, yeah. He's not doing anything special. It's like, where'd you pull this? He's a good pilot ship from. But then, well, he's end, he's about to die, so maybe his his perception was like, clearly distorted. It's like hallucinating. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because clearly he wasn't doing anything amazing. He was like driving in a straight line. But when he flies the Millennium Falcon through the Kessel Run, then you're like, oh yeah, he's actually a good pilot because yeah. he does some crazy shit. And the part where, in that part, when Chewie just starts doing random stuff, it's like, yeah. how do you know how to play? And then you find out he's like 180 years old. But what was he doing for the rest of the, like, he was just standing there. If he yeah. knew how to do this stuff, what was he doing? Just have a watch and see what's <laughs> happening. That part was good. And then the whole part after that was really shit, I reckon. Yeah, that's when all the twists start happening. Yeah. There is one part, it's very short, but for some reason Han and Chewie have a shower. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, as soon as, as soon as, that's a Phil Lord and Chris Miller thing, I reckon. Definitely not a Rod Howard thing. I thought that was really funny. It just felt a bit out of place because the rest of the movie, that sort of comedy wasn't there. And for yeah, some reason right. it was just like, yeah, let's just have a scene where they're in a shower. Where they're in the shower together. Yeah, that's a Phil Lord and Chris Miller thing, I think. Would you have rathered that through the whole movie, though, or this? It would have been more entertaining with that. It would, yeah. At least, it, like, it might not have been a better movie, but it might have been a more entertaining movie. It would have been more risky than this. People would have hated it if it didn't come off. But, but at least they tried something. Yeah. yeah. At least they tried something. This is a safe option. It's just yeah. like, yeah, everyone will be okay with it. So basically, after they go to that 
the mining that yeah. mining thing they get they get that what is it some sort of mineral or it's something like some sort of mineral oil thing yeah to power starships and they come back to this other planet and then they get ambushed by these people and did you this was the this was fucking crazy so i'm like the it's like a big scene where they're all standing there they're ambushed by these people all wearing masks and they're like waiting there in front of them and then there's this big build up to the scene where the main person's going to take her mask off yeah and it's like, just some kid it's going to be it's going to be someone from the original trilogy it's going to be someone from the previous trilogy i'm like so going to know this person it's going to be like Jar Jar Biggs. Yeah, I'm like, it's going to be amazing. And there's a massive build-up. I can't explain how big the build-up was to her taking off her mask. Yeah, the music's all like dramatic and stuff as well. So I was like, wow, something's going to happen. And then it's just and this kid. Takes off the mask. Is this kid with freckles and red hair. I'm like, who the fuck is this? I have no fucking idea who this is. And at first, I'm like, oh, I probably don't know who it is. It's probably someone from Rebels or something. And I looked it up online. It's no one. It's just some chick they made up for this movie. Why was there such a big build-up? It's bullshit. Yeah, and even in that scene, because like Han tries to like tell him, he tries to tell him that there's like he's got like all these people in the Millennium Falcon, oh, yeah. and the Millennium Falcon just flies away. And yeah. it's like, oh, okay. That dude just flies away. <laughs> that part was pretty funny. I enjoyed that part. The whole part after that's just ridiculous. Yeah, after then, that, it just yeah. goes... So he tells the plan to Beckett, and then Beckett's like, nah, I'm going to leave. And then they go into the place to try and steal the oil off the Paul Bettany. And then you find out that Beckett, for some reason, told Paul Bettany about it. Yeah, like, I didn't understand. Because he's like, yeah, I'm just going to run away. But yeah. then... He obviously, it's not a very big, like they're on this island and the island isn't very big. Yeah. So where's he going to go? Like he's not going to walk off the island. He doesn't have a ship on <laughs> What the fuck is he? No, it's ridiculous. Like they should have figured out that he's not, he's like, yeah, I'm going to go. He just starts walking away. Where's he going to go? <laughs> uh, it's ridiculous. So he does a U-turn and he... Uh, betrays Han and Chewie, even though for the whole movie he's like, oh, we should stick together because we have a good thing going for some reason. But then he's like, nah, let's betray him. But then two seconds later, when he finds out it's the real mineral, he betrays Paul Bettany again and he just kills everyone and walks off with it. Once again, he doesn't have a ship. Where's he going to go? Yeah, it was just him and Chewie just walking. He's just walking. Where's he going to walk to? This is ridiculous. Like, where are you going, man? Far out. So he does two U-turns, and then Kira as well. Yeah, because you don't know what she's going to... So basically in that whole scene, you don't know what anyone is going to... You don't even know what Han is going to do. Yeah, like the only one you probably... Like, Chewie's just like, what the hell is going on? Who am I meant to trust here? (laughs) Um, Kira, like, does... I guess she doesn't technically do a U-turn, but... uh, No, she does. She, like... She's, like, on Paul Bettany's side. Then she kills Paul Bettany. She's on Han's side. She's like, I'm right behind you. But then she's not right behind him. Surprise, surprise. Yeah, like, she's like, yeah, I'll just grab these gems or whatever. There's like three gems. Yeah. You don't have to be right behind him. You can just grab them and go with him. Making no sense. He can help you with the gems. It's not like... How long is it going to take you to grab three gems? operation. It's like, it's a quick grab and go. So that didn't make sense. There's a bit of a surprise cameo at the end. Yeah. Kind of like 
did they just throw that into like be like, oh, he's in this movie or yeah? When I first saw it, I thought it was because he had the cloak on, so I thought it was the Emperor. the Emperor. Yeah, but then he takes it off and it's Darth Maul. Yeah. So Darth Maul, because I didn't watch the Clone Wars and all that, so I know I do know that he comes back. He's got like spider legs. Spider legs. Oh, so they grow yeah. back. Do you know how? Do you know how Obi Wan cuts him in half? Yeah. Yeah, so like the bottom half of his body is like spider. It's like a big spider. He's got like eight legs. Does he? Like in this, did he? He should. Okay. I didn't even notice. Yeah. I guess it might might have been under his cloak or something. Yeah, I think it's under his cloak. Yeah. Yeah. But I think it's it's like a it's like a foreshadowing for a sequel. Either a Han Solo sequel or like an Obi Wan movie or something like that. Yeah. But do you care all that much about it? No, not really. Well, I might care about it if it's Obi Wan because maybe Obi Wan and him meet again and they have another fight or something. Well, you would think that Darth Maul dies before the original trilogy, though, because he's not around. Because that, why would he need Darth Vader if Darth Maul yeah. was around? So, or but there is time travel in Star Wars as well. But this is after it's Revenge after, of the Sith. After Revenge of the Sith, yeah. So, if Darth Maul is still alive, why does he need Darth Vader? Does he know that Darth Maul is still alive? I don't know. Maybe it's explained in Clone Wars, and we just don't know yeah. about it. Yeah. So, if if any of you guys know, just send us a tweet or an email because we yeah. we haven't followed Clone Wars. So, I know there's people out there that have religiously followed it so if you guys know yeah. the mythology please let and us I heard, know i hear it's really good and it makes sense everything with darth maul and stuff so i don't want to yeah i don't want to rubbish that it's probably a good story yeah i've heard it's good so the part with darth maul because you see him and you're like yeah, yeah. it's darth maul but then oh, and then he takes out his lightsaber. it's like was that necessary he, he doesn't he, he uses the force to get it there's like, okay, you could just leave it at that. But then he turns it on as well. It's like... He, he takes out the lightsaber and he's like, this is my lightsaber. <laughs> turns it on and spins it around. <laughs> in case you didn't know, it's a double-sided lightsaber. <laughs> just in case. Was that necessary? There was, and then he turns it straight off afterwards. Yeah. If he turned it on and then he like walked off screen, I'd be like, oh, fair enough. He's going to turn it on and go fight someone right now. So he needs it. But he turns it on. Just shows it to her, and he's like, "Oh, we're gonna make work more closely together." Then he turns it off, and that's it. I'm like, "What's the point? Like, why would you do? That? You're wasting energy, man." That was just shoehorned in. Do you think this is setting up for a sequel? I think they was there an end credit scene. I didn't stay. I I just had to get uh, out of there. I don't think there is. I didn't stay either, but <laughs> I don't think there is. But do you know how he's gonna go to Tatooine now? He's obviously gonna do something for Jabba the Hutt. I thought that was gonna be in this movie. Yeah, maybe setting that up for a sequel. I'm not sure if I want to see that movie. To be honest, but if it's Obi Wan, I'd watch it. If it's if this links into an Obi Wan movie, I'd watch it. I think it would be like because the whole thing with Kira and Han isn't resolved yet as well. There would be like a Han Solo two with like Jabba the Hutt, Kira, Darth Maul. I think he just moves on because I think he knows that she's betrayed him, and yeah. I think he just probably just moves on, just never sees her again, and she probably so they, just. They, if the first is the first scene of the next movie is just Kira getting killed by Darth Maul, <laughs> she just walks in. The first thing he does is like, "Yep." Yeah. He turns on the lightsaber again, spins it around, <laughs> chucks it at her. And then it's just an Obi Wan movie after that. It's oh. it starts off with a horrific death. 
and there's no explanation for it as well. It's just like she walks in, he kills her, and no one ever speaks about it again. Yeah, it's before you see anything either. It's like yeah. the first scene of the movie, and then you see Lucasfilm. And then, and then there's an opening crawl afterwards, <laughs> and no one speaks of it again. <laughs> I think there might be... I don't know if it's going to be a Han Solo 2 or the Obi-Wan movie, but it would have Kira in it. Probably. And she's probably going to die in it. I, I thought she would die in this one, but they didn't I go that route. as well. So for Obi, if they do make an Obi-Wan, they get Ewan McGregor back? Yeah, because he's probably aged to the right amount now. Yeah. That he played like an older Obi-Wan. And he was pretty good, even in the prequels. He was probably one of the better parts yeah. of those movies. Saying say that, the prequels got really good actors. They just got shit performances out of them. Well, I, I don't know if Hayden... Uh-huh. Maybe because uh-huh. he was in those movies, so you can't yeah, really... Yeah, that was like some of the first movies he's ever done. Yeah. So maybe it was... Like, the writing and shit was so bad that they just ruined his career. But, obviously, Nellie Portman came a long way after that, those movies. And Ewan McGregor's a good actor. Yeah. even the guy who acted as Palpatine, he was pretty good in those movies as well. He's in the originals as well. Is he in the originals? He's the same actor, yeah. How come he's not that old? I don't think he was that old in the originals. Oh. Because... They put a lot of prosthetic makeup on him in the originals. Have uh, you seen the Have you seen the uncut version, like the original versions? No. Nah. He looks way different. He looks like he's got like stuff, like boils on his face. He looks really different to how he looks in the remastered versions. Just search it up on Google. You'll see a picture of it. Yeah, all the actors in the prequels are really good. But yeah, I would be keen to see Ewan McGregor come back for a yeah. an Obi Wan movie, I guess. But I, I would like, care more about that movie than this movie. What does he do between the original trilogy and the and the prequels? I don't know. No idea. I don't think that's in Rebels or... Yeah, it would be yeah. Rebels because Rebels in between. Yeah, I don't know if he's in Rebels at all. Maybe he just walks around deserted planets. Yeah. It would just be him drinking blue milk on Tatooine <laughs> for the whole two hours. Anything else that you have to say about this movie? No, that, I think that's it. It's, yeah, just mediocre. I definitely don't want to watch it again. Nah, I'm like, that's it, yeah. It it nearly put me to sleep at points because it was boring. And all the stuff of, this is how hard got his blasted, this is how hard got his dice, this is how hard got his last name. It's just <laughs> shit. Yeah, shoehorned in and terrible. It was just a bit, the whole movie is just a bit unnecessary. It's unnecessary, yeah. That. <laughs> When me and my mates came out and watched it, we're like, it's an alright movie, but it's an unnecessary movie that didn't need to be told. No one was asking for it, so I don't get why they made it. So, we can talk about, in terms of the rest of the Star Wars movies, where does it fall for you? Maybe above Revenge of the Sith? Okay. So you'd have all the prequels and then this, at the bottom? Yeah. Or maybe it's worse than Revenge of the Sith. I haven't seen Revenge of the Sith in a while, so I can't really say. At the moment, I'll say it's better than Revenge of the Sith. It could be worse. I would say it's bet- It's not better than Revenge of the Sith. Because at least Revenge of the Sith, because I watched it recently, and it still keeps you interested. It's probably yeah. the best. It's it's a lot better than people give it credit for. It's, it's actually got it's some good stuff. Yeah, by a long mile. It's yeah. not a bad movie. The fight at the end is really good at Mustafa. And it has some character moments that actually work, unlike most of the character moments in the prequels. I would have to watch 
Revenge of the Sith again and let you know. But I think at the moment I'll put it below Revenge of the Sith, uh, above Revenge of the Sith. Yeah. So you'd have all of the. What's your number one? Force Awakens. Yeah. Or Empire Strikes Back. Force Awakens or Empire. I reckon probably Force Awakens. Although I haven't seen both of them in a while as well, so I'd have to rewatch it. Yeah. We could almost do a whole episode on on this, but for me, I yeah. think I still like the original trilogy above. I really liked Force Awakens, but Last Jedi, just the route they took Last Jedi, it kind of makes Force Awakens not as good. I don't hate The Last Jedi, but it does destroy a lot of the elements of Force Awakens and makes that movie not as good, to be honest. More- at least at least Last Jedi, they did something different, and they I tried something different. Yeah. I feel like that's better than this movie where they've just done... Played it safe. Played it very safe. So at least Last Jedi, they tried to do something different. It might have backfired to an extent, but at least it was different. And I wasn't bored in Last Jedi, at least. I was still kind of interested in what was happening. Last Jedi is actually a well-made movie. If it wasn't a Star Wars movie, everyone would love it. It's just because it's a Star Wars movie and it didn't go beat for beat how people wanted it in terms of Rey being Obi-Wan's daughter or something and Snoke being something from the past are the main reasons people hate it because ray and snoke don't have any relevance in it in the end and the main people reason people didn't like that is because of all the stuff the force awakens set up so yeah. yeah it's really the force awakens fault if anything and i guess they're different directors so maybe they have yeah. different visions but jj's back for the the last one so maybe he'll last start one. maybe he'll apparently he's gonna retcon some of the stuff from the last jedi so i don't know apparently Ray's parents are someone important now. I don't know how that's going to work. Maybe Kylo Ren just lied. Maybe. Don't know why, but yeah. Yeah. And Rogue One is probably towards the middle bottom. Like, it's better than the prequels. It's, it's better, better than, than this. Solo, but it's not better than anything else. Yeah, it's better than this. I probably like it better than Last Jedi. And for me, it's probably equal to Force Awakens. I actually like Rogue One. I didn't like it the first time I saw it that much. But I saw it again, and it's it's pretty good. A lot of people say it's the best new Star Wars movie, like after they after Disney bought it. Yeah, I haven't seen it in a while, but I don't know. I didn't enjoy it that much when I first saw it. It's got a story I sort of cared about, yeah. I guess. Had some significance. Are you starting to care less and less about the new Star Wars movies? Yeah. I agree. I cared a lot to begin with. Really excited. I was really excited for Force Awakens. And Rogue One, I was kind of excited for, and I watched it. And then I was pretty excited for The Last Jedi as well, but now it's kind of died off, and I'm like, yeah, I don't really care what happens. And there's, like, plans for so many more trilogies and stuff, and I'm like... Yeah, Ryan Johnson trilogy. Don't know if I really care that much about it, if I'll be as invested. And there's some TV show as well, isn't there? Yeah, they're going to make a TV show. John Favreau's making that, actually. I, I feel like in the future they just need to not play it as safe but saying that yeah the but they should still stay true to so if they continue with the, i don't think they'll continue with the skywalker like those characters anymore but if they do they should stay i think the main thing with last Jedi is they didn't stay true to the characters especially luke because he was very uncharacteristic in that movie and that's why people yeah. didn't like it if they yeah. took risks but they were still true to the characters then people will like yeah. it but saying that, I feel like Luke wasn't that different to how... He was, He was like, on this place by himself for, like, I don't know, 
20 years or something, wasn't it? It was a while, wasn't it? Yeah, but the reason he goes there is because he suspects his nephew is turned to the dark side. But yeah. the whole original trilogy was, well, he believed that Darth Vader was good, even though the rest of the galaxy was true. didn't yeah. believe that. So someone who believed that he could see light in someone as dark as Darth Vader, why couldn't he believe that his own nephew was could be you yeah know, but it was only for like a split second wasn't it and then he says oh and then i realized what i was doing and i kind of backed off but then kylo red thought he was trying to kill him but i still don't think he would do that yeah i think he's seen I, I think he's seen enough in his life to think, not jump to conclusions like that so yeah yeah so that i think that really hurt the fans i didn't mind that but i think yeah. i just thought it wasn't true to his character there's a lot of risks that they took in that movie that people didn't like, yeah. which is fair enough. It it really depends where the next one goes to see if people will come back and enjoy that movie. Because I pretty much don't enjoy The Force Awakens as much anymore because of The Last Jedi. Well, hopefully the next one brings it back. We'll have to see. But yeah, Solo was a bit of a disappointment. Yeah, definitely not going to watch that anytime soon. And it's not it's not one of the movies that's like shit enough to like watch it and just like trash it take the piss yeah take the piss out of it just trash it it's kind of just like boring shit which is the worst kind of shit yeah i'd rather watch like batman and robin than this for sure trashest movies ever but you can take the piss out of it but with this you can't it's just yeah yeah, it just exists which is worse than a really terrible movie in my opinion well it takes itself so seriously and it wants you to take it seriously as well whereas something like batman and robin it it takes itself seriously as well, but it's just so ridiculous. It itself, yeah. It's just so ridiculous that you can just laugh at it. Yeah, you can just take the piss out of it, <laughs> which with this you would find it hard to do because, it, yeah, it's it's not as bad as Batman and Robin, obviously. It does take itself very seriously as well Yeah, at most parts. All right, then. I guess that's that's all we have to say about this movie. So since we started podcasting, this is probably the worst one we've reviewed, unfortunately. Yeah. But there, there will be, there, yeah. I can guarantee there will be worse movies than this coming up. Yeah, so. no, it's, I think we're, <laughs> we're making it sound worse than it is. Yeah, it's not that Some bad. people yeah. out there will definitely like it. Yeah, this movie. there'll be people that enjoy yeah. it for sure. There'll yeah. be people out there that definitely, like yeah. with the group that I went with, one of the guys actually really enjoyed it. So. Yeah. Well, yeah. we when when we watched it, the guys sitting next to us, they were watching it for the second time. They were yeah. true Star Wars fans, the and they definitely. apparently they enjoyed it more the second time than the first time. But I can't bring myself to watch this again. So, if you're a true Star Wars fan, like love Han Solo, want to know more about his backstory, even though most of it's explained in the original trilogy anyway, this movie may be for you. So next week we actually don't have anything do it have anything on next week i don't think yeah uh, so if anyone has any suggestions you can send us an email or a tweet which yeah. you can now explain how do people contact us oh so the email is cognitive recalibration podcast at gmail.com or one word the facebook page is just cognitive recalibration the twitter handle is uh is it c at C Recalibration. Yep. Yeah, is that right? Yep. Awesome. And we have an Instagram page now as well. Yep. Cognitive Recalibration. And if you guys have any suggestions for next week. Let um, us know. 
personally. If you want more Star Wars stuff, although we've talked a lot of Star Wars this week, so probably not. What are the movies coming up? We've got Incredibles 2 coming up. We've got Ocean's 8. The week after we're doing Ocean's 8. Ocean's 8, yeah. That will be interesting. That could be. That could go either way. That could, that be could go. Absolutely shit, yeah. That could go any way. I would enjoy it if it was really shit rather than like an average movie. Cause yeah. I, wouldn't take a pit, I wouldn't take the piss out of a movie. And we've lined up some guests to come talk talk with us about a couple of movies and we'll we'll reveal that later on we've selected very we've been very selective about which movies we want people to come in on and there's one particular one there's one particular one where we selected a friend of ours who's who has a passion for bad movies so and we have a feeling this one is not going to be a good one hopefully that movie's bad if that movie's somehow good well yeah You'll find out what it is later on. Yeah, it's it's a bit later on. It's still a couple yeah. of months. There's still a couple of months to yeah. go. But yeah, so we've got Ocean's 8 in a couple of weeks, but you'll see what we do next week. And then we've got a full lineup after that, I think. We've got Incredibles 2, Jurassic World. Yeah, all the sub movies are going to start coming out. So yeah. Or next week we could do most anticipated movies of the summer if we want to do something like that. So if you guys are interested in something yeah. along those lines. Let us know or we'll just... We just won't talk. We'll, we'll we'll still have a podcast, but we'll just talk about random stuff. We'll just talk shit for an hour. Yeah, and you can listen to it. So if we do, if we do do a podcast like that, I will I will call it we'll talking shit for an hour. Yeah, <laughs> uh, that's what it will be. Yeah. Yeah. Okay then. So I think we'll call it a day, and we'll let you go. We'll see you next week. See ya. Bye. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.